This is the 4th and 3 Podcast with your host, Nick Stegger! Welcome back, everybody. We are here with another edition of the 4th and 3 Podcast. Join with me, as always, are my co-hosts. To my right, I have Andrelfio. What up? And even further right, I have Ja Red. Present, as always. And this is our first podcast as a uh, thruple in the new office, the new recording office. So we hope it sounds nice and nice well for you. Uh, well, what other word would you get for it? Well, we could do quads because we got Maya. Well, she's outside. outside. Okay. Well, Not allowed in the new office. In trying the new to get studio. in. She's digging at the door right now. But that's why the cardboard's there. So let's just dig up the carpet. Boom. Right? Genius know? moves. I know. I got a couple of those. Uh, trial and error, right? My last place that I was renting had a lot of uh, carpet ripped up and might have gotten in trouble for that. So we're going to avoid that at my hizzy. Uh, that being said, let's jump into uh, last week's games. So it was a pretty interesting week of uh, playoff football. Four teams advanced, four were eliminated. Uh, the first game was the Chiefs versus the Jaguars. The Jag or the Chiefs took care of business. They won twenty-seven to twenty. But most importantly, uh, Patrick Mahomes suffered an injury during the game. High ankle, uh, high ankle sprain. Yep, that was confirmed yesterday after he got some MRIs on that. He was clearly in pain. Not play, I mean, he could barely walk. You know, he's, hop, he's hobbling everywhere. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, it's the Chiefs, it's Patrick Mahomes. They still won 27 to 20, but the Jaguars put up a really good fight. Um, where do you guys Im- imagine the Jaguars sitting next year? Are they going to build off this, or do you think this is going to be one of those kind of offshoot plays by them where they'll probably miss the playoffs next year? I do believe they're going to build off this. They are a, an extremely young team. Trevor Lawrence. Very young. Christian Kirk is still establishing himself. They're going to have Calvin Ridley next year. Their defense is much improved. I don't think their coaching staff is going to get poached too much. So I think going into next year, I would probably assume they're going to be the favorite for the AFC South next year. Absolutely. And this is definitely a building upon moment rather than, you know, kind of a sell now, which we've seen them do in the last five to ten years. Yeah, it's not a sell now. It's a it's a buy buy heavy. Jaguars are in probably the most or one of the most dysfunctional conferences in the nfl no qb for indy houston might go to washington and become a second team i don't know um or maybe oregon they could go to i mean i guess they could also go to a different town in texas they're gonna suck next year i get what you're saying though um titans Tannehill might be gone they could pick up somebody else somebody new and fresh trey lance trey lance maybe maybe lamar jackson maybe possibility Aaron Rodgers. I don't know. It kind of depends on how the Titans and who they pick up. If they pick up somebody or if they roll with Malik Willis, if they roll with Malik Willis, Jags are winning that division hands down. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on the same, I'm on the same boat. I think that, you know, I I don't necessarily think that they're a super dominant team, although they they played a lot of good teams well this year. So you got to give them that. Uh, But with, with like Jared was just saying with the division being as weak as it is, it would be surprising to not see them win next year. Unless of course the Colts somehow again, get a different quarterback and with Aaron Rodgers being on the market, it wouldn't be surprising if they somehow traded for him because they do have a nice team. Like they do got a lot of pieces. They're just missing that most important piece. Um, Whether they're going to want to trade what green Bay is asking for Aaron Rodgers is definitely up in the air. Cause I mean, they want at least two first-round picks, which I think is pretty fair for Aaron. Um, granted, he's in the last couple of years of his career, probably. That contract um, he's sucks. still Yeah, he, true, it does. Um, but he's still Aaron Rodgers. You know, and it's like when you have a team that's so close, 
it's in my opinion worth taking that swing even if you're going to throw away two first round draft picks because what's your alternative especially if you're like again going to the colts where you have a first round pick what are you going to do draft a rookie quarterback and hope that pans out or would you rather give up your next two and hope that Aaron Rodgers has some magic in him and can make your pretty strong roster work? Um, but that being said, yeah, I think the Jags are uh, going to take care of that division next year. But we'll have more in-depth analysis of that next spring or next summer when we're actually into that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's move on here. We got the Giants and the Eagles. So the Eagles took care of business with the Giants. It was pretty much exactly how I thought it was going to go. Um, very happy the Giants are eliminated after taking care of my Vikings. So... I was wearing my green with you uh, Saturday, AJ. The Eagles just looked swift, and uh, they won 38-7. to So hopefully, with that being the score, I don't have to hear about that again. No, probably not. I did make one joke. Just because it was the five-year anniversary of the 2017 season, we did it again on the same day, still in the playoffs, not in the NFC Championship game. I did think this game was going to be significantly closer. Um, it just proves the Giants were, were not real. Have they played some very good games? Yes. They had a fantastic gameplay against you guys. Uh, like we were talking about defenses comparably, the Eagles defense is, is much, much better than what the Vikings is. And well, it's like number one versus number 32. Pretty much. So the the difference there is we just shut them out. Saquon couldn't get anything couldn't get anything going. Daniel Jones did not look like the Daniel Jones we thought we were going to get. Chris Sims, suck it. The dude is still, even after that game, was like, oh, yeah, Daniel Jones still would rather have him as as a passer. No, you wouldn't. You're just wrong. Brian Dable, got to give it to you for pulling that team out of the abyss into the playoffs. Still a feat. But, yeah, when you come into the link in the playoffs, that house was rocking, to say the least. Um, And then, yeah, we just kind of ran it down their throats with three different running backs. I mean, Jalen Hurts did run a little bit, maybe rush for like 30 yards. Um, We didn't need to do much in the passing game. So I think for what we were trying to do, 100% 100% success and we look great. Yeah, 38 to 7 beat down. Yeah. And I mean 28 to nothing at half. I don't I mean that's the perfect half that you can have. Yeah, it's a butt kicking. Well, actually, yeah. you know, 31 points would might be better than Well, 35 would have been cool if we would have got some points off that interception from James Bradbury, but good for him getting it against his old team that just straight up cut him. It's got to feel good for the soul. What I thought was most odd is Miles Sanders' performance. No touchdowns. Didn't need him. Yeah, they quit using them halfway through the game. Another you know? another oddity. AJ Brown didn't need them. Yeah, also, they didn't. Also, did get a little dinged up in this game. He had like a little soft tissue injury, and that's why he got sat. And they were like, he was frustrated to say the least because he wanted to be out there, you know, putting the throttle on. But they did pull him. They're like, yeah, it's not, it's not worth it. So we, they pulled a lot of our ones and a lot of our our crucial guys. Like, let's just escape through this game. We have a whole another game next week. Let's ride her out. Yeah. And speaking on the Giants as well, looking for next year, they need weapons, period. I mean, their offensive line is strong, but they need weapons on the outside. Daniel Jones threw to eight different receivers and he completed 15 passes, seven of which went to one player. So the rest of the players on the team got one catch. It's like you don't usually win games when you get one catch all the way around. You need a guy that's going to be a workhorse for you. And Galladay obviously wasn't that. No, honestly, that was a big swing and a miss. Um, it does seem like now they did try to offer Saquon like twelve million a year, and he was like, "We're we're not close on what that's going to be." So he now, wants sixteen. Yeah, now the new Vegas odds does have him in Miami, as far as most likely. I wouldn't even say fits, but most likely going to be able to afford him in like a win now mode. Sixteen million, not worth it to me, given his injury history and his 
really, really slow second half that he had. But yeah, they're going to be back into a rebuild next year. Daniel Jones, do not pay that man. Actually, from an Eagles fan, pay him. Give him like a six-year contract. Fantastic. But that means I don't think he's good. And I don't think anything is going to change. Whether you have Dable or you don't, he's still not that guy. Yeah, I think with his injury history, $16 million is just too much to give to him. Not saying that he's not worth it, but they can have another team give him that money, you know, and you know, especially, I mean, this is no secret, the day and age that we're in, the running back is the old school mentality. Only a couple teams actually pay their running back still. And like, just looking at the Vikings, I love Dalvin Cook and he's very good. He's 27 now, and he's clearly not the player he was when he was 23. And that's not to say that he's bad now. He's still better than most running backs, you know, but there's that, there's just that stigma of, okay, well, if we're going to give him 10 to 15 million, and this is for any running back, well, that's a, that's a quality starting defensive player. That's a quality starting offensive lineman. You know, it's like that is such a, that's good money to solidify a piece that is much more needed opposed to your running backs when there's, you know, every team's got five running backs and of those five running backs, two to three of them are maybe not necessarily elite, but good, you right. know, good enough to job. get the job. Yeah, yeah. More importantly is you need to put that money in your offensive line because if you have a, got a, if you got a good running back, a bad line, they're not going to do anything anyways, you know, and true. So if I, if I was the Giants, I don't think I would re-sign Saquon. Um, they got a bigger fish to fry when it comes down to Daniel Jones. Do it? Do they want to roll with him again, or do they want to find something else? Because the way their roster is built, I mean, they just made the playoffs in a pretty strong division. Uh, the NFC Conference obviously isn't that strong. I mean, it's strong, but it's not. It's not unattainable. So, do you want to roll with Daniel Jones that just gave you, got you nine wins and eight losses? Or do you want to maybe try and take that little um, Aaron Rodgers type of a leap, you know, where you do the like, like, like Denver did last year when they traded everything away for Russell Wilson. Obviously that failed, but maybe Rodgers works for them. Good. I'll say that. Yeah, they much want to have the uh, the Stafford of the Rams of 2021 versus the Russell Wilson of 2022. Absolutely. Uh, moving on here, we do have the Bengals Bills. So finally, this game is played out. Um, if you guys are unfamiliar, about three weeks ago, the Bengals Bills game was canceled due to uh, Demar Hamlin uh, suffering that cardiac arrest. Uh, so there was a big question mark: which team's better? Who's going to do what? Um, and the Bengals came into Buffalo in a very snowy game, a game that like Buffalo should have the edge on. And the Bengals took care of business. They win 27 to 10. What were your guys' takeaways? Jared, you got something. Yeah. Did you guys hear about the conspiracy of DeMar? Mm-hmm. You haven't heard about this? No. So the, the conspiracy is this. He's actually dead still. No, he's not. When he showed up to the Buffalo Bills game, he was wearing a complete face mask and you couldn't see his face. And it was just unbelievable. That's why it's conspiracy. I say every time they'd show him, like up in the booth, it was always snowing so hard that you couldn't see him. So people are like, "Why aren't they showing him clearly? Why does it matter? He's there." But yeah, now everyone's like, "Nope, he's actually dead." It's basically the Avril Lavigne thing of like 2004. They're like, "Oh, John yeah. Lennon." Yeah, they're dead. Somebody else replaced Carney. Tupac. Yeah, it's all nonsense. But yeah, that is the the conspiracy going around. That I did think the Bills were going to show up and they were going to play with purpose for Jamar Hamlin. Not the case. Stefan Diggs leaves this game. Throws an absolute fit in, you know, pretty pretty much diva Dude, fashion. Stefan had like four catches on like twelve or sixteen targets. Yeah, and he was still complaining about his usage. It was just 
since and it, we're going to talk about Dable again. Since he left, they're not the same. No, they have not been the same. I I thought this was going to be good. They finally get over the, the finally get over the hump. They finally make it happen. They get into this game. Everything was pointing their way, and Joe Burrow just was like, "No, that's that's not going to happen." One funny thing that did come out of this game is there was an actual better. One of his buddies told him he's like, "Hey, the Bills are going to blow him out." He puts five dollars on the exact score, but did it backwards. We bet the Bengals at twenty-seven, Bills at ten. Won like fifteen grand. Good for him. Impressive. Absolutely. But outside of that, I'll say the Bills. Who I mean, do you put the blame on in the Bills only putting up ten points? Is Josh that, Allen. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, I, I would say this about the Buffalo Bills. They again in the playoffs, no rushing ability whatsoever. It was just a I think Singletary got eight and Cook got eight. You gotta plow it down their throats, man. And they you, have you, they have a weak O line. They do, but still. You you got I mean, they've had success with Cook. They've had success, some success with Singletary, but it's been just all on the arm of Josh Allen. And if he's not making those throws perfectly, which we didn't see him do all year, probably why he's not going to win the MVP. Um, it's hard to win against a very solid team in the Bengals. Yeah. No, I would agree. I'll say the Bengals look fantastic. Stopping that trio of wide receivers. Joe Mixon finally had himself a day uh, over 100 yards, 102 yards, I believe. Usually when they rush the ball more than like 24 times, they were losing more often than not. I think they ran the ball 32 to 34 times in this game and just throttled them. They did everything you have to do to hold them down. That's how you play a playoff game when you're up and have a big lead. You run the ball successfully. That's what they did. Even Sands, you know, two, maybe even three of their starting linemen. So to have that kind of a game, I'm very excited to see the NFC Championship rematch yeah. the Kansas City Chiefs and the Bengals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I, I totally think it was Josh Allen's fault. And I feel like because of Josh, because it's Josh Allen and the um, the reputation and the way that everyone views him on social media is he just is not getting the blame that he should be getting because he he didn't play well. And at the end of the day, it's people are still going to be like, well, it's Josh Allen, you know. Well, yeah, you know, it's it's of course he's fine, you know. It's 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 anything else, right? In reality, it's like, well, he just didn't play well, and you know. That's not to say that he's a bad quarterback. Sometimes quarterbacks just have bad days. That just happens. We're humans. Nobody's perfect. Uh, but it's just frustrating when you see, uh, like, for example, how Dak Prescott, you know, we'll get to this next game, but how Dak is getting nailed to the cross for his performance. Uh, but he, you know, his team put up 12 points against the Niners. But Josh Allen is still the golden child, and he only put up 10 points against the Bengals defense, which, not that that's a bad defense by any means but that's nowhere near as good as the defense on the Niners right right you yeah. know so it, it's it's just funny how like people get these they just share these narratives these these rumors and and you know one person does it and the retweet happens then two retweets happen and all of a sudden that's the law of the land and, and it's frustrating and then you get all these casual people I like I can't stand football Twitter right now just because of all the absolutely ridiculous points and tweets that people are making it, it's just it's they're so false because you're living in a one game narrative because your team lost you probably didn't even watch them very well throughout the year it's it's just right. super frustrating I, I don't know i'm getting i'm getting long let's move on to the next game we do have the cowboys niners so um 
Niners, they did take care of business. They won 19 to 12. Brock Purdy, right? Bring them to the NFC Championship game. They're up. Uh, they won 19 to 12. Uh, Dak did not play well at all. Nope. And the running game was an, it was terrible. Inept. Ezekiel Elliott. He's cooked. He just, I don't know. He's had a success and he's clearly not the same running back he once was. And no. it's not like the drop off that Dalvin Cook has had because Dalvin Cook has had a drop off, but he's still a very good running back. Whereas Zeke is looking super average. Uh, and then Tony Pollard, bless him, man. Probably did. I didn't look into it. Is his leg shattered? Uh, high ankle sprain and a broken fibula. Yeah, exactly. Leg shattered. So he's not coming back till next year. Um, and was he even on the team next year? He's no, like, he's, he's entering a contract, right? Yeah, so he's that gonna be, is brutal for yeah. him. It is. It is only supposed to be like a three month, three month injury because of the ankle sprain plus a broken leg. So he's gonna be back. I would not be surprised if the the Cowboys do decide to franchise take him. I think it's probably not worth that. But Zeke's already has came out and said I'm willing to take a pay cut just to to stay with the team. And it's like no duh. Yeah, because you're gonna get cut. Regardless. Yeah, you don't really have an option. Um, and again, looking at that team, the defense is good, and they're only as good as Dak can take them and this is one of those games where like okay yeah so Dak Prescott we now know is no better is basically the same exact person that Tony Romo is they have the same playoff record to a T they're just I mean they're good quarterbacks it's just not a clutch quarterback when you 100% need them to be this game was very much winnable Brock Purdy did not have a fantastic game Uh, when you're looking at the Cowboys defense and the 49ers defense both lights out defenses uh, on their perspective sides and we just I mean being a 12 to 19 game I don't know what the over is but I'm going to guess that 100% the under so Dak had all of the opportunities to win this game could not perform to that level and once again the Cowboys take an early exit yep and uh you know it's it's a story that we've known I honestly, I'm bummed that the Cowboys lost just because it's going to continue that narrative of they haven't won anything in 30 years. And I, I honestly, I get so sick of the, and granted, it's probably got a lot to do with me being a Vikings fan, but I, I just, I'm so sick of the look what's happened the last however many years. This is going to happen again. And it's like, dude, like you can't use that as a predictor, as a predictive measurement. But in this scenario, so far, so good. That, yeah. that, well, that's what I was getting at. But then this scenario happened and then it makes you think you're right. These last 30 years are connected, right? Correct. You know, but they're not. They're not. Every year is a new year. Every yeah. year something different happens. There's so it's a it's football, dude. There's 53 players on an active roster and then like 27 coaches. There's so many factors that go into every single year where the years really aren't that connected. I mean, you you can think about like this. The earth rotates around the sun once a year. And a lot of things happen in that year on earth. But guess what's going to happen the next year? We're still going to go around the sun. No, no. That's and, a terrible and, analogy. And, and, that is a horrible analogy. Well, that's was, a horrible analogy okay. because okay. that's like saying, hey, the Super Bowl <laughs> happens every year. So it's going to happen next year. That would make a lot of sense. Okay. You know, but if you're saying like, oh, dude, uh, I don't know. NASA sent a, a rocket that got pretty close this year, next year, and the year after that fourth year, that's going to happen again. You know what I mean? Like that's not a. The analogy was. Pretty much against what you had just said. But the one thing I do think is funny, just given like the years of how long it's been since they've been in an NFC playoff or NFC championship game, uh, is basically so I think Jalen Hurts was born in like 1998, whatever it is. Jalen Hurts was born, learned how to play football, squatted 600 pounds, got drafted by the Eagles, took him to an NFC championship time or championship game in the same amount of time since it's been 
since the Cowboys were last in an NFC Championship game. Right, I get that, and like I get it, and that's funny to make fun of. It's 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 a it's a joke, but yeah, when people take it serious, they're like, oh, it just can't happen because it hasn't happened. That part is obviously that's false. what that's what's frustrating. Yeah. You know, for example, let's talk about the Packers in yes. the seventies, eighties, and up till nineteen ninety four. What they happened? Sucked. They were gonna are they gonna continuously suck forever? No, no. And what happened in nineteen ninety four? Does that have anything to do with what happened in nineteen seventy nine? No, because they no. Didn't and then what, what happened in 2017? Eagles won a Super Bowl. Okay, what happened in the last 40 years? Before that? You know what I mean? It's like people just, I don't know. I just hate that narrative of they suck and they're going to suck forever because they did this for this long. It's like. Well, yeah, whatever. I hate that type of narrative. It, it, that's exactly what that narrative is. That's but why I'm if complaining you, about But if, you t- if your team's never won a Super Bowl, well, I guess that's not true either. Um, never mind. Okay, yeah, take that back. Exactly. Never mind. Yeah. He sucked that right yeah. back up. I was I about to kick you out of this podcast. <laughs> I did. I did. I did. I did. I did. All right, let's talk about let's talk about the AFC or the AFC or the championship round, the AFC and the NFC championship game. Uh, so we do have the Bengals and the Chiefs. This is going to be, in my opinion, the most exciting. This is the more exciting game, specifically because of the Ouch. narrative of last year. Are you kidding me? The Bengals Chiefs game last year. This oh, yeah. is a repeat of the AFC Championship game. This is huge, you know. Like this is going to be very fun. Two very high potent offenses. Uh, two very good quarterbacks. I don't know, dude. This is going to be a lot of fun. And part of me wants to take the Bengals just because they have a way better defense than the Chiefs. And then we got Mahomes working hard. Oh, I can make this easier for hard. you. Yeah, one hundred percent think the Bengals win this game. Why? hundred percent. Yeah. Why a hundred percent? Not even a chance. Patrick Mahomes. Well, I'm not. No, I'm just saying I'm well with 100 so not 100. No, I'm saying to me it's 100. percent Like I'm 100. I'm not saying they have no chance of losing. Well, then why would you I'm be just that 100? percent If you know I'm they not don't confident have, within oh, my choice. Okay, gotcha. But it's not. I'm not saying it's just like across the board. The biggest thing is Patrick Mahomes is hurt. It Most is. likely his leg, that ankle is probably two times as big as it was when he played, and it's going to be a six day gap. With Can't a high point. ankle sprain, that's not something you just come back from. Nope. My issues are coming out of um, just directly in her center, not in a shotgun. Trying to take that first step back, which is going to go right onto his right ankle, is going to be tough. They're not a good running team. Yes, they can still throw the ball. Look at the other side. Joe Burrow has Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Hayden Hurst, who's been playing well. Joe Mixon's playing well. Smaje P. Ryan's came out of nowhere. They have a good team. If Patrick Mahomes is not 100% and so far the Bengals have beat them, they're 3-0 against the Chiefs, now you have a non-100% healthy Patrick Mahomes. That right there is a decision maker for me. So if I was a betting man, which I am, I'm going to bet on the Bengals in this game. Bengals are one-point favorites going into this with into Vegas, a.k.a. two-point underdogs because of the field goal with the home team advantage. Exactly. They're one-point favorites at an away stadium. I, I think the Bengals could win this game as well, just like how they did at the start of the season, just like how many other teams this year um, have beaten the same team twice in the same year. Yeah, many what, have. What's um, the uh, what's their stadium called? Burrowhead? Arrowhead. Sorry. That's right. That's right. Sorry. Um, Burrow might be... Honestly, he might be the best QB right now in the playoffs with including the ankle sprain for Mahomes. Without the right. ankle sprain I disagree. for Mahomes. I I will take I'll take ankle sprain. personally I'm taking ankle sprain Mahomes <laughs> over him and I'm also taking Jalen Hurts over him. Okay. Definitely better than Brock Purdy though. Yeah. I did see somebody today, I think it was called like the Carton Show, where he had uh, Jalen Hurts ranked fourth out of the four remaining quarterbacks, and I was like, okay, well, 
It's the first time I've ever seen your show, and it is 100% the last time, because I already know that you are untrustworthy in your clickbait. Yeah, that is clickbait for sure. I mean, it's unbelievable. Uh, Jalen Hurts has just been, he balled out literally all year, and even last week when he came back, he played played very well. Uh, it, it's silly. I think he's the best quarterback remaining in the playoffs right now. I mean, he's just he's just got the magic right now. He can make all the throws, and he's very much in the uh, peak of his athletic ability. So he's never probably going to be a more dangerous runner than he is this year. Um, so I, I'm 100% thinking he's probably number one. Mahomes is still the best arm you've ever seen in the last well, ever, I think. Um, I just enjoy the narrative. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think the Chiefs will win, but like... It's this is definitely going to be the game to watch. It's it's not it's like a 50-50 chance for each team in my opinion. I'd go like 60-40 on Bengals to win. And that's just because of the the things I had I had previously mentioned, but yeah, having Isaiah Pacheco looked a lot better in that last game. Like he had 80 He only had 12 touches though. Yeah, he still had I think, 90 like, yards. Yeah, like 90 yards. I mean, that's a good game. When you saw him bust out, I don't think it was necessarily an outside zone, but it was like a power run that he bounced out to the left side. You saw that dude with just like a full 90 degree tilt and you could you couldn't hear it, but I could just feel if you ever like listen to runners when they do it, you can hear them running. I feel like that's what he was doing. That agility just got up that side sideline for like a 46 yard run. Looked very explosive. Uh, Clyde Edwards Lair, you're an afterthought now. You're gone. Jarek McKinnon is basically a pass blocker. And I think he's going to have to be in that situation a lot more this week because Patrick Mahomes can't do his normal zigzag, zig, all Travis Kelsey always open sort of thing. That's a big reason why I'm going to go Bengals because that's where he makes a lot of his money is on those kind of improvised plays. You're not wrong. But like, see, that's where I think that I still think they have a, a legitimate chance of winning because... That just brings Mahomes down to the mean, you know. Like this injury is make is going to make him more average. Well, he, not he only, like he bad. Only, he only threw for one ninety five last week. Only yeah, one hundred ninety five yards. Half of the second half, and I will say, because what happens if you know they go on a longer drive, they eventually sputter out, they punt. Patrick Mahomes comes off the field and he's like, "Yeah, you know, the ankle is feeling pretty tender." But guess what? The Chiefs pick off Burrow immediately. Mahomes has got to go right back out. I can also see a couple situations where he's like, dude, it's it's hurting. Let's wrap this up. And we see, you know, Chad Henney, anything is possible. Come out a couple times in this game just trying to figure out the situation because Mahomes is 100% going to be limited in this game. So if I see Chad Henney for five to ten plays, I am going to expect that. Yeah, I guess that wouldn't 100% surprise me. Um, at the end of the day, my prediction right now is going to be Chiefs win third. We'll say, uh, yeah, we'll say thirty to twenty nine. I'm gonna go. I was also gonna go thirty. I'm gonna stick with that. I'm gonna go Bengals thirty. Say Chiefs twenty four. Wow, you guys are going with a high point spread. I mean, there there's still two very good offenses and two good defenses. Yeah, I'm saying the. I'm saying it's going to be a twenty eight. No, I'm gonna say it's going to be a twenty seven. To 24 game Bengals. All right. I like it. I like that too. Uh, let's move on here. We got the Niners and the Eagles. So the Eagles hosting, obviously, because they've been a fantastic team all year round. Mm. Um, I honestly, I don't even really know what to say about this game. I just, I, I'm a little bit surprised the 49ers are in the NFC championship game. I thought they were going to get eliminated in the first round. Um, Brock Purdy just is pulling rabbits out of the hat. Uh, I can't, and there's no way in heck that I'm choosing the Niners over the Eagles. I think the Eagles will still win this game. And 
I think they're going to, again, win this game thoroughly. I think they win by two scores. But it's it's just such a wild card game. You know, this is, as I'm no, talking about this, as I'm talking game. about this, this is almost more, this is now almost more exciting to me than the Bengals Chiefs game. That's because, what I'm saying. Uh, I mean, it's not. It's not. But, like, it's hard to predict. Uh, at the end of the day, I'm going Eagles. I think the Eagles win 28 to, no, 31 to 20. See, I think it's going to be a little bit lower than that. As of, you know, when we first started this and what I had seen the Eagles do come through the last couple of weeks, yes, Jalen was hurt. We had no Lane Johnson. Uh, but looking at the game that we just played and then looking how the 49ers just played the Cowboys, all three of us have very good defenses. Our offenses is, are where we could potentially pull away from them a little bit. Christian McCaffrey currently dealing with a calf injury. Elijah Mitchell dealing with a groin injury. Yes, they're still going to play almost 100%. Are they going to be 100%? No. What do both these teams like to do? They like to run the ball. The Eagles have a three-headed monster with Miles Sanders, Boston Scott, who is not playing the Giants, so we'll probably do next to nothing. Um, but then you have our third guy, Kenny G., just had a spectacular game. Looked fantastic. Uh, when you add those three together with a very good offensive line with Lane Johnson back, Dallas Goddard coming back to form, great all over the field. I would put him up there with George Kittle as far as blocking and receiving tight ends. This game is just going to be violent. I think it's going to be not the the game we expect from the Bengals. I think this is going to be more of like what we saw last week with, with Dallas and the 49ers. I just think our offense is better than Dallas's. Uh, so I do think we can win this game. Uh, I think the 49ers are going to do enough to stay up with us. Um, so I'm going to do the same thing I did last week. I think it's going to be a field goal game. I'm I'm going to go 27-24, but I am going to change my mind after last week. I'm going to stick with the birds. I can't believe I doubted you. Uh, win or lose, still with you. Uh, but if we do lose this game, going to be bummed. We made it. But I'm going to ride with the birds. So what do you think about this, AJ? They're coming into – or no, they're they're at home, two-and-a-half-point favorites, 45-and-a-half over. Jalen Hurts right now over under is 40 rushing yards. Do you think it gets over or under that? Over. Over 40 rushing yards. Yeah. Against the 49ers. Yep. He ran for 30 last week and a game that we were dominating. Put him in a scenario. It's like when you corner a rat. Rat's just going to chew through you. True. Jalen Hurts, if he gets into a situation, last week he was basically Bambi. He's just running around playing it safe. You're in a championship game now. Put that shoulder down. Hope it doesn't hurt. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I think he just you know he loves to work. So, Squ- dude, dude, squat six hundred pounds is an absolute unit of a human being. He's not the Lamar Jackson. He's not the Justin Fields. He's a good runner, but he's also a power runner, and he has the ability to run through you, just yeah, like yeah. a just like a rat chewing through you. Same thing. Boom. Yeah. Also, very much worth noting. Brock Purdy. Most of his games have been at home. Playoff games at home. This playoff game. Lincoln Financial Field. Yes, Eagles fans are uh, not the nicest group, to say the least. No, they're terrible. They're like the worst. I mean, they're passionate is what you meant right there. And I definitely picked up what you were trying to say. You just said it poorly. Mean. But uh, no, Brock Purdy being a a 19-year-old little baby, you know, still in your crib, can't even say a word yet. It's going to be a different environment. If he can come out and win this game and beat the Eagles at the link, Trey Lance will definitely lose his job. I mean, especially if he if he plays well. But just looking at their team, I do think they're going to find the middle of the field on us very well. But given our running ability, it's really going to come down to how good both defenses play. 
I wouldn't be surprised if it's 27-24. Wouldn't be surprised if it was 18-15. Yeah, I, I would be surprised if it was that. Uh, yeah, the over-under is 45 and a half. Yeah, I'd take the under. You know, I thought about doing that against the Giants-Eagles game, and that really didn't work out well for me. But I could, I could see that also happening. But then at the end of the day, it's Shanahan's offense. It's not necessarily Brock Purdy. It's Shanahan. And it is Nick Sirianni ready for Shanahan? I don't necessarily think so. I have a question for you. Is Kyle Shanahan ready for Nick Sirianni? I think he is. I don't think so. I think he is. <laughs> I mean... He probably is, honestly. Uh, if, I, he, if I was to give like a head coach, like who would I rather have at this moment in time? It's still Shanahan. What's this injury for McCaffrey? It's a calf injury. He's literally sitting on the sideline. It doesn't matter. They got Eli Mitchell totally healthy and ready no, to go. No, also hurt. I didn't see that hurt how. Well, they got uh, he has a groin injury now. Oh, classic, classic. I, I'm, I'm, I gotta go with home team taking the Eagles. Home team wins. Yep, I'm also taking Eagles. All right, you guys have anything else to add? Nope. All right, let's move on here. Um, so we're gonna take a little break here, then we'll come back. A little surprise for you, Ben. We are gonna come back with the first edition of 2023's trivia so uh if you've been listening this is a super exciting uh part of our podcast we finally have some more time now there's only a couple games this week so you guys know the drill a couple seconds for you a couple minutes for us stick around we'll come back with some trivia go birds welcome back everybody to pigskin trivia with your host All right, everybody, we jump straight back into this trivia action. Uh, so AJ does have some questions for me and Jared, so we will be facing off here. Uh, AJ, do you have any specific rules that you want to go over with this trivia? Like, are we buzzing in? What, what like, what? How's it going? The first three questions, I'm going to give you a, a pretty vague answer. There are going to be multiple answers to it, so we're going to take a brief break. You guys write your answers down. We'll come back. I'll tell you how many are correct. You are going to get a point for each one. After that, once we get to the bottom four or five questions, then we're going to go back to the buzzer system. Boom. Any questions? So these first three questions, you're going to ask the questions and we have multiple answers to write down? Yeah, you will both have time. I'm, it's not going to be multiple choice. I'll give both of you time to try to list these out. There will be four of each, five on the second question. Every single one will be worth one point. So, so is the third question four or five? Four. Goes. Okay, so four, five, four. Correct. You got it. All right. Well, let's hear this first question. All right. Question number one. Trivia, we back. Of the four remaining teams, list the top rushers in order of rushing yards. They're all the RB1s on their team. All right. We've given them a couple seconds. The top four rushers of each team in order. Joe Mixon is fourth. Last on this list. Number three, Isaiah Pacheco. Number two, Christian McCaffrey. Leading all of them, your bird boy, Miles Sanders, with almost 1,300 yards. Adding them up, do you guys have them all correct? No, I had no. Pacheco one because I know that he has assumed that running role for a while. I went Sanders third because I just assumed Hurts in with their trio. Just probably didn't have his – I thought that was going to be the tricky one. Like I yeah. thought you were going to make me guess that one. Uh, number two, I put Mixon, three Sanders, and then four, I put CMC. Whew. Jared, did you do any better? No, I didn't get angry. I got CMC, Joe Mixon, Sanders, and Pacheco. One, two, three, four. All right. So we're zero to zero still. Nice. All right. Of the remaining divisional teams, which five players does not have to be per team? So there can be multiple players in each team. 
had the most targets this season. Top five targets for the remaining pass catchers, running backs are included. All right. So I got my five answers. Jerry's got his. We're both going to say RC if we're correct. I went with McKinnon, Kelsey, Kettle. Uh, I'm sorry, Kettle. Kittle, Higgins, and Tyler Boyd. Who do you got? Most targets? Yes. I went Justin Jefferson. No, no, no. It's only teams that are remaining in the playoffs. Oh, well, I did this completely wrong. <laughs> All right. One more break. One more break. <laughs> All right, Jane. Who are your new five picks? I went Devontae Smith, Kelsey. Wrong. Oh, you know Boyd. what? I would like to take one of my answers back. <laughs> Tyler Boyd, Higgins, and Juju. All right. The answers. Is it Devontae Smith's like one, isn't he? Travis Kelsey is number one. Who's two? Devontae Smith. Ah! Devontae Smith had 95 reception this year. I don't think either of you guys said it. Number three is A.J. Brown. Mm. I didn't think so. I didn't think he'd be up there. Number four is Jamar Chase. Oh, wow. Who, came back from I injury. left him out. Yeah, yeah. From injury because yeah, came of injury. Back from injury. Still got absolutely peppered with targets. And the number five was Christian McCaffrey Ooh. with 85 targets this season. I didn't get any of these guys. I got two points. I had Kelsey. You had Kelsey. I know. That's where you're like, all right, Nick, you're super off. And Jared's like, I'm just listening to you. I was like, I wouldn't. No. I wouldn't do that. All right. So point adage. Nick, are you at... Oh, he gets a point for just guessing one, right? Yeah. I got two right. So, well, you oh, got okay. Travis Kelsey, so you still would have gotten one. Did you have any points before that? No. No, 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 no. Correct. I, I Jared, thought, yeah, okay. You had at least Travis Kelsey, Devontae Smith. Jared, you are up by one point. Let's go. Next question. I would like the X asterisk, though, for, you know, getting it wrong in the, you know, second chance. But just that, saying. That is fair. That is fair. All right. Next question. I said I didn't add this, and I actually absolutely did. List the four remaining quarterbacks in total passing yards in order, one through four. Total passing yards. Throughout the season, not just the playoffs. All right. Easy peasy. Okay. So I'll start. My five from one to four is Mahomes, Burrow, Hurts, Purdy. I had the exact same. It is all correct. Correct. I made it super chalky to see if you guys would slip up on any of them, but it was was pretty self-explanatory. So well done. Well, four four points apiece. Let's just nullify the points. We'll just say it doesn't count. Still one to two. Yeah, still one to two. All right, easy enough. This next question is a brain teaser, and I had to go through some pretty extensive research to find this. But this is a buzzer system. This one is still going to be a name your answer, because I forgot I had this in here. But the buzzer system will work for the first part of the question. Hold on, time out. So I just want to clarify, because I usually don't get these crazy ones right. Um, So it's not a list of players. It will be a list. Should I be stopping the podcast? No. Okay. Because here's how it's going to work. I'm going to read the answer or read the question. There is one correct answer. Ooh. After that, we will pause it and you guys will get to guess the remaining top four that were consecutive to the number one. I like it. Cool. Yep. Buzzer system. You can go back and forth. So whoever buzzes first, we'll go on a couple times. If you can't get it, I'll say who it is. We'll go down the remaining ones. Got it? Yes, sir. All right. Which player in the 2022 season recorded the fastest speed throughout the 2022-2023 season? Timeout. Is this only playoff teams? No. Okay. Read the question again. Which player recorded the fastest speed? Jared. This Mostert. Wrong. Nick, I'm going to say Dalvin Cook. Wrong. Hmm. You guys are not going with the chalky answer I thought you were going to. I'll give you both two more guesses, and then we're going to... Actually, I'll give you each one more guess, 
Because then we'll go down to the remaining top five Jared, fastest speeds. Debo. Wrong. Fastest player, I guess. So I just want to say the reason I picked Cook is because I know that about two-thirds of the season, he did have that. Um, so someone must have surpassed him in those last six weeks. So it's going to have to be Tyreek Hill. Also wrong. Mm. The fastest recorded speed was by Paris Campbell. Oh, how, how did it? I miss that? <laughs> yeah, what was it? Super deep. It was like 22.9. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, it was... It the was, radar was off. It was very fast. It was on a kick return. So, so be it. All right. There are four remaining top five speeds that happened in any game this season. This is not playoff bound. I just need the next four players who recorded the top four speeds in the league. Nick. We're going to go on a pause. You guys will write your answers. And then we'll come back to it. And we'll see if you guys have any of those. Sounds good. Okay, so mine, you go first, Jared. I went right, first last so time. My, two through five. Two through five, I got Dalvin Cook. Why'd you pick Dalvin Cook? Because you a did. bird yeah, told me. <laughs> Dalvin Cook, Agnew, Tyreek Mostert. <laughs> That's who I went. So I went Dalvin Cook, Agnew, Tyreek Mostert. I went uh, Dalvin Cook, Tyreek Hill, Derek Henry, Kenny Wongwo. None of those are right. Ah. The second fastest was Ken Walker who actually did hold it for a majority of the season because he beat Dalvin Cook relatively early, I think like week seven, and it was like 0.2 miles an hour under Paris Campbell's. Number three, your boy, Brees Hall. Before he got hurt, dude's got wheels. Number four, I think is hilarious because it is Deshaun Jackson. That is hilarious. That's crazy. Still got burners. And number five, on the Green Bay Packers, Christian Watson. Oh, wow. Nice. That is very good. Actually, that against the Eagles on that little curl right with Jordan Love. Cool. Worth noting. Sick nasty. All right. Tie game stuff. Well, zero points still. The rest of these questions are going to be hot and heavy buzzer system. Let's go. We got it. Very easy. All right. This is going to be partially about the divisional round. Which Jacksonville Jaguars player had a stellar day as a kick returner, averaging 43.7 yards? Agnew. With Jamal Agnew. Good job. Like I said, they're hot and heavy, and they're super fast. Question number two, NFC Championship trivia. Which NFL team has the most appearances most appearances in the uh, the NFC Championship? Jared, 49ers. That is correct. Took me a while to read that question, so thank you. Who was the third-strength running back that ran for 112 yards and a touchdown in just 12 carries in the divisional round this week? Jared. Isaiah Pachenko. Wrong. Nick. Um, Kenneth Gainwell. It is Kenneth Gainwell. Little Kenny G. Kenny G. Which NFL team scored the fewest points in the divisional round this week? Nick. Oh. Answer? I'm sorry. I was before the question probably ended. Nope. You're good. Uh, that would be the Dallas Cowboys. Wrong. Jared. The Giants. It is the Giants. Jared, bonus point, and I have this on here, the second part of the question. How many points did they score? Seven. Seven points. Bonus point. That is a whatever. You said the wrong team. No, you're, you're right. right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I think it's all a right. whack bonus point, but it's all Next good. question. This is pulling I mean, back. I'm buried at this point. I can't win. Pulling back to the news. Which NFL player left the game in the second quarter with a broken leg? Ooh. Oh, oh, oh uh, Jared. Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard. I Tony. lost. I don't even care. 
That's all right. Well, like I said, I started. Well, finish the questions, I guess. I st- well, no, that's right. That's oh, a, okay. As yeah. I said, it was a quick trivia. I started them out with really detailed research, and then work kind of got on top of me. So like they got a little lazy towards the end. But you could tell the first four questions I did my research. They were very good. They were good. Yeah, great questions. A little bit more difficult, and I think that's how we should do trivia from now on. That way, it's not just like quick answers. Because yeah, I had actually had a lot of fun writing those, and then like I said, work got away from me. So I was like, I have to go back and do some work now and now being the all-time winner of 2023 i'd like to take the time to thank all of our sponsors all right guys so that's enough for this podcast (laughs) (laughs) it was good like i said there are a couple teams left i'll say we are getting down to the nitty-gritty the most important time of the year um fortunately i'm going to cancun the day after the nfc championship game which is going to be either a really fun and exciting vacation or a reason to get away and drown my sorrows in some tequila sunrises on the beach Boom. I think either way, you're a winner. Pretty much. You yourself. Happy drinking, sad drinking, gets drunk all the same. Yeah, man. I mean, that is what it is. Uh, That being said, uh, go Chiefs, go Niners, and I'll see you guys next week. And go Birds. I like it. Go Birds. Fly equals fly. Let's uh, wrap them talons up in the 49ers and carry around some gold. Let's get it. Yeah, the problem with the 49ers is they have a pickaxe, and that would definitely kill an eagle. Uh, No, we're too fast, Jared. No, no, you're really not. (laughs) Jared, adios. I'll catch you guys next week. On fourth and three.